Greetings and salutations and welcome to Recasted, the podcast where we make up new plays for our actors to make better movies to win the game. <laughs> A new month brings new prospects and time to replace our theme. And we want people to have a warm, fuzzy feeling inside while still being active and saying, go sports. Go red team. <laughs> go red team. Of course, we are talking this month about feel-good sports movies. We'll try to spread out the various sports films to fulfill all your favorite types of sports, except water polo, because I don't get it. <laughs> okay. Welcoming us to the broadcasting booth is Hassa. Football! <laughs> And as the color commentator, I am Chris. Football! <laughs> Apparently we're both John Madden now. <laughs> we start the month not with the pros of the games, but rather... I'm going to give away the title of the film, so we're going to get to recasting the film, The Replacements. Uh, that was well Football! done. Football! You didn't want to be like, at first I was afraid, then I was kind of petrified. <laughs> I almost thought of doing it. <laughs> But then people are going to be like, what, are they doing a musical? <laughs> That's later. <laughs> That's later. Oh, no. Hey, you will get to do Little Shop of Horrors for you. Yeah. Football. Let's so, talk about football. This is The Replacements, the Keanu Reeves movie he did after The Matrix. Was this after The Matrix? The Matrix was in 1999. Oh. This was the year 2000. August 11th, 2000. So he was coming up on his fame. Yeah. A little bit more, because Point Break was before this. <laughs> That was the 80s. (laughs) Um, But yeah, this is... I've always... Okay. We'll get this out first. I am not a sports person. Sports! Chris likes hockey. Hockey's fun. Yeah. I think the most sports I watch are... I watch the Olympics whenever they do come around. At least the, the events I enjoy. I do enjoy Olympic hockey. I think Olympic hockey is amazing. Um women's olympic hockey is amazing yes 100 percent um but i'm not really that kind of nerd no so the fact that i like any kind of sports movie (laughs) makes it all that much better for me (laughs) because like the ones that are just like yay go this one particular team (laughs) (laughs) go team a yeah like they're okay no but like movies like this that are stupid and funny and about this group of idiots that just are good at what they do but don't do it professionally sure right and it's it helps that keanu is charming as shit and i I like gene hackman in this Mm because normally gene hackman plays that like grumpy old guy and this one he was kind of like the upbeat yeah like the scene where he picks him up from the prison cell and he's just like yelling at them and mad at them. And he's like, but man, I wish I was there to see Martell get his ass handed to him. Yeah. Yeah. But yes. No, this is a, yeah, this is a good one. There's, there's a few things that probably don't, uh, don't carry over this later in the years. So this, we'll talk this, to. He did the uh, two sports movies kind of close to each other. Uh, he did this one, Keanu, anyway, mm-hmm. did this one, and then he did Hardball in 2001 about where he was, basically, it was basically Mighty Ducks, but in inner city baseball. Yeah. I remember a kid dying in that movie. Sad. Yeah. Well, it was about an inner city. I think one yeah. of them got shot. So. 
Speaking of guns, <laughs> do you not love the scene? Shoots the fr- shoots, shoots the Porsche. The, the Porsche, and yeah. you're just like, how was he not arrested? Well, they talk about that right after. <laughs> so he's like, if you guys have any firearms <laughs> that you'd want to get rid of, <laughs> this is also right right around the time he did the Watcher. You ever see the Watcher? No, but is that the one he wasn't supposed to be in? Him and James Spader both got conned into doing this movie. Yeah. Yeah. So. It was a pretty shitty thing that sometimes that could ha- happens to celebrities. Is that the one where they forged his signature, but he couldn't prove it was a forge? Yeah, so they exactly. were like, you're contractually obligated. Yeah, you're contractually obligated. He's like, no, I'm not. Like, yes, you are. And he wasn't. Like, the Matrix was big, but it wasn't. He wasn't Keanu at that point. Right. Mm, true. So, but yeah, I really enjoyed this movie. I know I've watched it a bunch of times since it came out in, as I we said, August eleventh. But like critics didn't like this movie. It's got a forty-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes for critics. We don't listen to critics these days. Then the audience are sixty-six percent. So like obviously they liked it more. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed this movie. I think it's fun. I think. And, like, one of the things, too, like, when I was watching it this time, I never knew Jan F- John Favreau was in this movie as many times as I watched it. Um, but not only that, but, like, I was watching it and, like, thinking about you while I was watching it going, like, this could just be any sports team. Yeah. Like, this doesn't have, didn't have to be football. Like, that's kind of why I like the story. It's basically, yeah, it's, it's the sports, the pros for some reason can't play won't play don't play and i love that and you bring I in the love, quirky guys i love how spoiled and bratty the pros are <sighs> they just like because yeah. you see that in sports yeah. like I, I remember when i was a kid i liked football i played football yeah. you know this is one of the reasons why i ever watched this movie in particular um i played soccer and like i remember going to bc lines games and watching people to take dives because they mm-hmm. didn't want to get hit by people and like wondering what the hell was going on and you know but like this one where they're like the lions they're like you know yeah go lions <laughs> go lions boo um but this one when they're like you know we make 10 million sounds like a lot but you know 10 percent goes to my agent and five percent goes to my lawyer and you have any idea what the insurance on a ferrari <laughs> costs i'm just like <laughs> oh no 10 percent of 10 million yeah, yeah. like you still have a lot of money yeah and that's kind of a it's not one of my fun facts it's just one of those weird facts that i always find interesting about professional sports players was because a lot of them come in so young nowadays it's a little better but back then like they come in so young they get all this money Mm. they're in sports for some of them are only like five until like 36 years yeah and then they're out, and then they have nothing. Like, they yeah. come out destitute and have to get other jobs doing other things. Or, And I always find it just interesting because it's basically like you see it here, like the played-up lifestyle of, hey, I got a Porsche, and I got this, and fancy clothes, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's, not, it's not all the time, like, you, you know, where they go into retirement, no. you know, having, like, retirement age of, like, 60, 70, having everything still. Yeah. No, right. go in, and I, I mean, it's one of those things, right? Where you're in high school, especially in the states, right? It's mm-hmm. the high school football players, and then the college football, and then you're like, yeah, they're gonna go pro, and then one one bad hit ends that. Oh yeah. Well, it's the the one guy too. Like he yeah, he's hurt, like, hurt I just his want, knee, right? I just want one touchdown. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because that's all it takes is one really bad hit, and then you're mm-hmm. you're uh, you're screwed, right? Are you looking up NBA players? Yes, because I remember a story about a particular basketball player who has made like s- an amazingly large amount of money mm-hmm. because all he did was he's taken like his money and just invested it in like shit tons of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, Smart ones he was, do that. He though. wasn't a good play. He was he was just a background player. Mm-hmm. You know. But smart ones, that's what they did. Yeah. They, you know, you you think I of find it. this is gonna sound weird. You think of people like George Foreman, yeah. boxer, who then now you say George Foreman and you go, oh, George Foreman Grill. Yeah. We had one of those. <laughs> we had one too, I think. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, and then you got, of course, uh, all the stars, LeBron and all them that mm-hmm. are doing other things, yeah. as well as their their stars and like, and, you know. The Manning the, family. Talk about, you know, greatest basketball stars. You talk about Jordan. Mm-hmm. Jordan had his his shoes, which he still has. He Lin- had hands for forever. Like, he did commercials. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know. So. Well, he did Space Jam. Yes, he did Space Jam. <laughs> Everybody get up. It's time to jam now. Oh, no, we're going to get sued. <laughs> I don't know who owns that anymore. The Space Jam people? Yep. They're probably like, oh, somebody's talking about it now. <laughs> um... Okay, I'm going to talk something about this movie because I haven't seen it in a long time. And okay, go. So, we say feel-good sports movie. This movie was actually really depressing to me because they come in, they get their four games, and then it's like, strikes over, you're all done, bye. Yep. They don't even go to the Super Bowl. They don't get to go to the playoffs. They don't... So... Shall we go into some fun facts while we're talking about well, it? You don't want to talk about the the great pep talk that Keanu Reeves gives them at the night before the final play or whatever it was. Yeah. You know the um, pain heals, chicks dig scars, yes. glory lasts forever. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's all it was for these guys, right? They yeah. got their one chance to be big, and they made it. Right? They made the best of that. Best oh. of it. So, go ahead. Do your okay. fun facts. Fun facts with Chris. Fun facts. Fun facts. So let's start with, uh, fun fact, actually it's number two, but we'll start with number one. So the Washington team is loosely based on the 1987 replacement Washington Redskins. I wonder why they changed the name. Uh, who won all three of their replacement games. Sorry, we what know. What are they called now? I don't know. Cause they're, I'll look it up while you talk. So the real Redskins returned for week seven through to the Super Bowl, which they also won. After winning the Super Bowl, the franchise rarely, if ever, gave the replacement players any credit for the team's success. When the Redskins receive or players received their Super Bowl rings, none of the replacement players received a ring, even though it was said that had they not won their games, the team may not have made the fi- uh, playoffs, let alone win the Super Bowl. However, after 30 years, the Redskins are finally going to recognize the replacement players' contribution and give them their Super Bowl rings. This was announced in March of 2018 and was given in June of 2018. That's kind of cool. So they actually finally said yes. So, they are no longer the Redskins, because obviously, for obvious reasons. Yes. Uh, they are currently just the Washington football team. <laughs> Why don't they just be the, the as of this Senators artic- or As whatever. of this article uh, from oh, September still 16th. Name? Yeah. <laughs> just, yes. Uh, I, can't. I, I assume one day, one day Chicago will have to change their hockey team, because they can't I've, be the Blackhawks as yeah, much longer. Yeah, I thought that too. Um, we won't get into that. Like, dude, but they, 
like I know the Redskins used Native American iconography. Do Blackhawks yes. as well? Okay. So, anyways, fun fact number two. Two. Uh, the reason everyone refers to Shane Falco's meltdown in the 1996 Sugar Bowl is because there was no game in 1996. This made it easy to avoid having issues with a real player or a team. The Sugar Bowl, after the 1995 season was played, um, which was played on December 31st, 1995, it was VTech defeated De uh, Texas. And then after the 1996 season was on, well, I had to think of this, January 2nd, 97, which was Florida defeating Florida State. Mm. Sorry, I got really weird there for a second. One of to the things I noticed rewatching this movie mm -hmm. is like, okay. Shane Falco is this washed up player. And then the moment he pulls up, all the four, all the professional sports players are like, oh my God, it's Shane Footsteps Falco. We all know who you are. Everyone knows who Falco <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, it's like, oh, you screwed up the Sugar Bowl. It's oh. like, that sucks that he's known for being a shitty yeah. football player, but everybody knows who he is. <laughs> no one goes, who's this guy? Yeah. Who's think? this? Oh, no, that's Shane Falco. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Whoa, he can still throw. <laughs> um, Fumiko's nope. war cry. Yeah. Uh, Nandasuka. Nandasuka? Um, Nandasuka! Nandasuka. <laughs> Thank you. In Japanese, actually means, what is this? <laughs> uh, and Fumiko, by the way, if you're wondering, is traditionally a female Japanese name. Oh. Interesting. A uh, little interesting tidbit, not so fun, but kind of sad. Uh, Wilkinson, who is played by Michael Jace, yes. is afraid to go back to prison in the quicksand scene. In 2016, Jace was convicted of second-degree murder in killing of his wife and was sentenced to prison for 40 years. <laughs> Holy shit. So he's actually in prison. He's actually in prison. Yeah. Art imitating life or life imitating art, one of the two? Hopefully <laughs> not. Um, Nigel Gruff kicks a 65-yard field goal to win one of the games. Mm -hmm. The NFL's record for longest field goal at that time, this film was made, was only 63 yards by Matt Pratter of the mm -hmm. Denver Broncos. Oh, no, sorry. Matt Pratner of the Denver Broncos kicked a 64-yarder in 2013, so Gruff's kick would have set the league record. However, Justin Tucker of the Baltimore Ravens kicked a 66-yard field goal on September 26, 2021. That's a long way. That was a very long way. That's a long kick. That was just recently. Like, you, that you, was this you, year. You got to think about it. Like, it's not just a straight line. That's got to have an arc to it. Because you got to yeah. go at what? At least fourteen feet up in the air. Oh, he probably well. Because he's got to arc it that high, yeah. so it's got to come down yeah. just over the goal. Yeah, that's a that is a that's, that's a, a lot of power. That here. is a lot of power in one leg. Your uh, so. leg, so. So yes, those are all of my fun facts. Those are some good fun facts. Fun facts. So how are we changing this? Um, I have some changes. <laughs> do you? I don't have a lot of changes, so I'll go first. Um, I want to cut out the strippers. Um, <laughs> that was one of my first cheerleader changes. thing. Like it definitely doesn't play as well in twenty uh, twenty one. I almost said twenty twelve. Twenty twenty one, twenty two. Yes. Um, I, I think you should you could still keep because like there are, I'm I'm guessing they're also replacement cheerleaders because for some reason yeah like the cheerleaders went on strike with I don't think that's <laughs> see this is where I got confused because like why would the cheerleaders 
go on strike with the players because they're not part of the players union no and they don't get paid very much like she even says we only get 50, 50 bucks, bucks a game. game and i'm pretty sure that's about right that's insane yeah yeah so i cut that out like you can still have the romantic um relationship between him and the head mm-hmm. cheerleader if you wanted it to be her like a head cheerleader be her or you could just have her as the liaison to the team. Like, or she could be one of the coaches. It doesn't really matter. Like, so. I went more as a kind of an analyst, like almost a sports analyst, kind of like one of those people that are on the field and sports podcaster. Yeah, kind of. It could have been <laughs> if we're updating it. It could totally be like somebody who's just around the team. Like, it's the team sports. Yeah update she's, like, official, she's on the twitter and the social media chron- she's the official chronicler of the Washington yeah. sentinels so it's like i don't really want her to be the cheerleader yeah because because like she barely like even her like she barely cheerleaded like you barely no. saw her cheerleading. it was just the it the was strippers, strippers. <laughs> though i think if you wanted to update that and you wanted to have it just as because like i'm assuming that was there for shock value what well, was there for, for that the like that one team where they're like oh they're hitting each other's asses yeah i think if you really wanted to do like if you wanted to go for a shock value comedy thing you use lgbtq Mm -hmm. right people but i still think you would have to you would razor razor line of going overboard and making it seem offensive so i think it would just be easier just to cut that out but i i think we come back yeah i say we cut it it doesn't need to be there yeah so uh, the only other thing I really want to do is, like, this to me, if this ever gets made, as much as I love this movie, this is not a theater movie. This is a straight-to-Netflix type of movie. Like, this is a movie that is on Netflix or Amazon Prime or, you know. Like, this is the type of movie that's like, hey, we had $2 million lying around. Let's go make this movie. You know? Get Keanu to play one of the, like, announcers or something just to it would be fun. The John Madden role. <laughs> I, th- I figured if I was going to do cameos, I was going to do uh, Keanu Reeves as one of the opposing coaches. Mm. Just have him, like, losing his mind over there. <laughs> and then I'd try to get Gene Hackman as, like, another owner of a team. Yeah. But the thing is, you could literally just have them play themselves in the stands. Oh, yeah. Hey, Keanu Reeves is here, everybody. Keanu Reeves and Gene He's Hackman. Just waving their hats Bye. <laughs> Keanu looking exactly the same and Gene Hackman looking 50 years older. <laughs> like a man got wrinkly. <laughs> yes. Yes, he did. But yeah, like even Danielle said, like when she was watching it, like, God, you shave his beard and he looks the damn same. Yeah. Keanu has not aged that much in the last 21 years. It's, it's interesting because like you see him in John Wick and you see him in um, the upcoming Matrix Resurrection. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't, he still looks the same, but... When I watched him in Bill and Ted, he looks old. Like, I don't know if they did it purposely. I think they did that purposefully. Because he looks Cause a the, lot the older. The point of that story is that, that he's aged. Yeah. I think they're old, right? So. I like how the next things coming out are John Wick 4, John Wick 5. Well, he have the Matrix Res- Resurrections, which is coming, coming out on. soon. Yep. DC League of Super Pets, oh. where he's a voice. Is he crypto? Uh, well, let's see. Um, John Wick, as you said, 
John Wick, John Wick. Four and five, and then something else. That... Oh, Jesus, this is a big cast. This must be like a big movie. Is that Kate McKinnon? <laughs> so, okay, so we have Crypto by Dwayne Johnson. Okay. Ace by Kevin Hart. Oh. And then Kate McKinnon, John Krasinski, uh, Natasha Lyonne, Diego Luna, and Keanu Reeves. They don't have character names for them, though. Oh. Mark Maron's playing Lex Luthor. Just Lex Luthor. Okay. So. Now Lex Luthor's cat. Meow Luthor. Oh. Anyways. Um, yeah. I'm still keeping this pretty big. Or we're going back to the replacements. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still keeping this pretty uh, pretty big cast-ish. So I'd make this still a movie. Again, I'd make this a comedy to the same degree, but not the shock value. Like. Okay, the the huddling of like, okay, we need to move because if he pukes, I'm gonna puke. I thought that was funny. I think that's funny. I still think that's funny. But like we said, the kind of the cheerleader stuff doesn't really, yeah, fall into it as much now, and mm-hmm. so that we can get rid of. And yeah, I'd like to see a little bit more of the. I kind of want to see what happens at the end. Like they they win the game, everything's great, and then they all go off, and you're like, that's just it. Like yeah. I kind of want. The way I'd want to do this is not make it really based off of, like, the 90, what was this, 87 replacements. Yeah. I'd want to make this, like, an updated version where they do go to the playoffs. Because there's a whole thing where Martell comes back and they, like, boo him off. Yeah, because he's an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, I kind of want Falco to be, like... Sorry, all I can think of is uh, <laughs> Star Fox again. Falco. Oh, so annoying. <laughs> Um, you do your own thing, Fox. Come help me, Fox. Come help me, Fox. Do a bell roll. That was peppy. I know. <laughs> we don't want to talk about the uh, slippy. Um, but yeah, like I want to see Falco like get a career in either football or just be like, okay, yeah, I'm good. There's no way that the Washington Sentinels don't hire him for something after this. Right? A backup quarterback. No, not even not even to play, but like just to be an announcer or a guy on TV, like right. you know, like the one of the dudes sitting at the table making their podcasts. Or don't come at me. Those are podcasts. Whether you guys want yeah. to think of them as not, it's four men sitting in a room talking into microphones. Yep. It's just televised. <laughs> well, that or like he gets together with Annabelle. Annabelle. Mm-hmm. The the cheerleader who owns the bar. The doll? Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> uh, a regular handy. Yeah. They, they run like, the bar. Yeah, they run the bar and then yeah. he like it's right next to the stadium or something. And yeah. like that's what they do. Or it's a bar in the stadium. Mm, but see, the thing, the thing is that too, if you wanted to have Annabelle in the movie, that could literally be the bar they go to. Because they go to like three different bars in yeah. this movie and they don't go to hers. But also... like. <laughs> She's so she's a cheer, head cheerleader, I'm assuming, because she's the one doing the hiring. Yeah, and she runs the bar. Would the bar not be the busiest on game day? You would think, like, that's <laughs> okay, yeah. But like, they go to a multiple bars in they this do. movie. Like, why don't they just go to hers? Because well, I don't want them to trash her bar. They don't when trash they, the bar when they get into the fight. That's true. But they should get okay. Get into a fight at that bar and then have her go. I have a bar. Just come to mine. Yeah. They don't come to that bar. <laughs> he love, hid behind the jukebox. I absolutely love that scene just because of uh, Keanu. is like, Danny, remember what I said about red shirts in practice? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Forget about <laughs> it. 
<laughs> I always liked uh, Bateman as a character. <laughs> I wanted them, and I wanted them to do more with the, um, I can't remember his name, and it's going to sound terrible because I'm just going to call him the deaf guy. The guy with the sign language. Oh, um, Brian who's not, Murphy. Who's not actually no deaf. No. No, you've seen David Denman in yeah. lots of things. But I, w- I thought they were going to do something with, like, how they were doing signaling plays or something to them. Mm. Where they're like, yeah, we can't figure out what they're doing because they're sign languaging. Sign languaging? Yeah. Signing to each Signing other? Signing to each other, yeah. And I thought, like, that was a, a neat idea because then you kind of see that Martel can't get along with him because he's like, you got to go this way. And he's, like, yelling at him. And he's yeah. like, you can't yell at him. Yeah. I never understood that part of the movie because, like, he knows he's deaf. Because mm-hmm. they talk, they teased him at the bar for being deaf. Yes. So like, <laughs> yelling at them, you know, is not gonna work. The good thing about being deaf is you can't hear assholes. <laughs> you, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I like the like. I'd like Shane to kind of like as he goes on in the movie, knows how to sign back and forth, right? Well, he knows and, right away. It's one of those things, like, yeah. hey. Your protagonist's a good guy? Yeah. He knows sign language. He knows sign language. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For no good reason. Because <laughs> mm. you don't just learn that if you don't need to. No. Well, most people don't. Right? Should be something. I always thought I should try learning it. That technically should be one of, like, I, I have always said this. I hate the fact that we have to learn French in Canadian schools. Like, mm-hmm. there are so many other languages on the planet that we should be learning that are way more important than French. No, no offense to the French. There's only two countries in the world that speak it. And you guys don't even speak the same French. So, but like, I would rather have learned Cantonese or Mandarin. It would have been way more helpful. Or in our, in our area, Punjabi. Yeah. Like how many people do you know speak Punjabi? A lot. Yeah. So, or, and like that. But I know like. Sign language totally have been a thing. Yeah. Right. Anyways, we'll get off our. High horses. Our high horses. But yes. and, and talk about our footballs. Footballs. John Madden's not alive, is he anymore? I don't know. I Let's look up so. John Madden death. <laughs> John. I was like, who? Nah, I don't know. Like I said, dude. I know hockey better, so I know more hockey commentators than I know. But everyone knows John Madden because of his <laughs> games. <laughs> what? Uh, it said John Madden alive on Google. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it doesn't say death. Maybe he is still alive. How old is John Madden right now? 85 years. And he was born April 10th, 1936. Yeah, he could still be alive today. Yeah. And then is Pat Schimmel still alive? I don't know who that is. I don't know who Pat Schimmel is. Who is John Madden's wife? Lady Madden? Virginia Madden. Oh, okay. Lady <laughs> Madden. Anyway. So, shall we get to the movie? Let's get to the movie. Okay, this movie was directed by Howard Deutsch. Deutsch? D-E-U-T-A-C-H. Deutsch? Deutsch. Um, he hit on some other things that I recognize. So, he did Pretty in Pink and The Great Outdoors. So, he did some good movies. Hmm. Right? Like, he did a huh? Hughes movie, for God's sakes. Yeah. And then The Great Outdoors is one of John Candy's best films. True. Well, come on, Home Alone. I said one of John Candy's best films. And John Candy was in two minutes of that movie. I know, but he was great in it. 
he improvised the whole thing. <laughs> it was like poka three poka lines. poka. <laughs> yeah, uh, I like John Candy. So he's he's directed some pretty good things in his uh, a lot yeah. of. Uh, oh, Caroline in the City. Oh yeah, Caroline in the City four episodes, and then he did the replacements. <laughs> I liked Caroline in the City. I thought it was a good show. I remember it. Um, what's her name? Marty McFly's hot mom. Yes, she was Caroline. Yeah. Marty McFly's hot mom. <laughs> the fuck? I know. I don't know her name. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll get there. Are I'll we literally there. looking it up? No, no, no. Uh, Leah Thompson. Yes. That's it. Marty McFly's hot mom. Was it? Would I? Would you rather have me said Howard the Duck's fling? <laughs> no. No, I would not. I remember hearing an interview with her once where she talked about that. She was like, in my first couple of films, I played a girl who wanted to kiss her son and a woman who had sex with a duck. And then everything else after that was the goodest girl ever. No one ever <laughs> gave me bad parts. And all I wanted to do was play bad girls. They're like, how did this happen? <laughs> that, that's kind of true. Yeah. <laughs> So. Maybe because she maybe because she played the mom, and know, everyone like, just assumed that oh, it's mom like, at that point. But everyone yeah, thinks of her as the hot mom. Yeah. <laughs> right. So. Well, not when she's actually the mom, but when she's young, yes. Yeah, but even, even when she is still the mom, but at at the end, yes, when she has the good life instead of the bad life, right? Yet they some somehow still employ Biff. Yeah. Well. So. Basically, Biff's got yeah, to be in there somewhere. Yes. So, anyway. To the cast? Mm-hmm. Time to recast. So, Bye. we decided to not cast um, some of the bigger people, the people who were there to look like football players. So, um, Faison Love, who played Jamal, and Michael Trefilio, mm-hmm. who played Andre. Uh, those were the two big the two bouncers. Big guys. Um, yeah. We also didn't cast Fumiko. Fumiko. Um, who was played by Ace Yonamine, Yonamine, um, mostly because we probably just would have cast the same giant Japanese man. Um, but yeah, just because like those guys were there to be big people. Um, yeah. And like, we probably would have ended up recasting the same people. So we wanted to avoid that. So we are not casting them. Plus their parts, like they are you... relatively smaller. Yeah, and they you had, could also probably get football players to play that part. Yeah, so. How close were you to casting The Rock in this movie? Not, not that close. I really I, I really did think about casting him as the McGinty part for a while. Yeah. Because he, he's... He's old. He's too old to play one of the players. <laughs> but, like, I thought it'd be fun to, you know... Or, the, like, the, the owner. Um, yeah. Edward O'Neill, played by Jack Warren. Because we're going to start with him first. Yep. Segway. Nicely done. Thank you. So this guy is like a huge character actor who looks like Mark Twain. I believe this was his last film. <laughs> I think this was. was the... I, am I not wrong? Does he not look like Mark Twain? Yes. <laughs> Let's see. Was it his last film? Yep. It was. He was juror number seven in Twelve Angry Men. We've recasted this guy before. We have. <laughs> Holy crap! We did not even notice. No. Well, because. This was that was in 1957. This was in 2000. This was 50 some odd years later. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, this guy is a very prolific 
actor over the years, obviously. Um, but yeah. Who did you have? I wanted to keep with the old owner, mm-hmm. old guy o- owner. I want Michael Douglas. Nice. Because, you know, he's he's got that elderly look to him. I don't want to be mean to Michael Douglas. He is elderly. Yeah. Yes. But I want him to be that kind of like, we need to win. Yeah. And these little pansies that want millions more. Nah, I'm going to bring in these replacements. And then I'm going to screw them over. And screw them over. <laughs> Cause don't worry. <laughs> don't worry, Jimmy. I'll let you have all control. Oh, by the way, this guy's coming back. Yeah. So put him in. Yeah, but he says it's because, you know, this is because of the deal I made them swallow. Right. Mm-hmm. So. so. Yeah. I want Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas is an amazing actor. Oh, yeah. I, too, went with a older Marvel actor. Ooh. <laughs> um, I went with Kurt Russell. Nice. Yeah. But um, mostly because I know I know at least one sports movie he's done, which is blanking on me for some reason. He was Miracle, wasn't he? Mm, yes. Yeah. About about the, the one-time yes. the Americans won the gold medal. The yeah, one-time okay. non-professionals. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, so that's sorry. why they always are like, ooh, it's the miracle. Oh, the miracle. Every year we're going to bring it up when the Olympics are on. And we're like, go away. You won it one time. Actually, they've won it a they've couple times. They've won it a number of times, yeah. So of the Canadians, so yeah. we won't. Uh... But yeah, I picked Kurt Russell. I think he's he's just normally good. Like, him, seeing him as ego was real fun. Yes. Right? So... And, like, having him come back for, like, two lines in the What If series as well to play Eco again was, was great. So, yeah. I like him as uh, Mr. Nobody and the, <laughs> the Fast, Fast and Furious. And Furious. Yeah. Um, because we're approaching the Christmas season, I do like him as Santa Claus in that stupid Netflix Santa Claus movie. With him and his wife? Uh, yeah. Not wife, I guess. No, it is. It's Goldie Hawn. I know, but I don't think they're actually married. Yeah, close just, enough. They've been together. I know, for but I think years. they, I think they often put that distinction on them, like they're, yes, yeah, they're so. significant other. Yeah, I'm trying to see if he's done. He was, he was a coach in the Touchback, which was a football movie. Okay. And then Death Proof. God, Death Proof was great. Great car stunts in that movie. Yep. Uh, Zoe Bell. And then of course Escape from L.A. and Escape from. Uh... Maybe one day we'll do the rest of John Carpenter's work. <laughs> one day. <laughs> but yeah, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Okay. Now, Mr. Martell, played by Brett Cullen. This is the... This is the douchebag quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, you probably know him as Thomas Wayne from the recent Joker movie. Uh I see Ghost Rider on there. Who was he in Ghost Rider? Oh, he was the dad. Yeah, he was Johnny Cage's dad. <laughs> That's right. I was like, I was trying to figure out when I was watching the replacements. I'm like, where is he from? Yeah, he's he also is quite the prolific. Uh, yes, he's in a uh, lot of stuff. Actor. He shows and up. he tends to always play this type of character. Hmm. He always kind of plays this asshole kind of guy. Yeah, you know, so smarmy. Yeah, so. But like upper class smarmy. Yes. So, but and I and I really enjoyed him playing this dick. Yeah. Like when he comes in after he's crossed the line, he's like, you know, it's just sad what they do to you guys. They give you hope. Yeah. It's like you're an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Do you want me to go, or shall, do you want to well, go I back and forth? Say, or? We're going to say, well, I, I, you can go. Okay. Um, but do you feel like he crossed, and then in that game he was purposely... 100%. Being he was terrible? losing on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Because he wanted, he, he wanted the replacements to lose. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, you, you saw it. He threw it into the, he threw it offside <laughs> to nobody. He threw it like at Gene Hackman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I want to say. Okay, who'd you have? Um, I Eddie? picked uh, Michael C. Hall. Ooh. Because Michael C. Hall is a amazing actor, six feet under, Dexter. Coming back. Coming back. And so I know he can get physically fit to play a football player because Dexter was always... Sorry, I just random he he shows up in Game Night. Okay. The Jason Bateman movie? Is it Jason Bateman? Yes. Yes. Like he shows up as the villain in Game Night and just it was weird cuz I haven't seen him in something forever, so it was just weird to see him. But yes, continue. Um, but I also as I I always liked him in Dexter cuz he always played different. <sighs> Sorry. Like he if you when he when he was like playing different parts yeah. to different people in that. So I always enjoyed the way he acted, and like, I could totally just see him playing this asshole. So, yeah. Michael okay. Hall. Who would you have? I kind of went along a, a current theme going on right now, where you know, kind of becoming a douchebag. I went with Chris Pratt. Kinda. Kind of <laughs> being a big douchebag right now. Yeah. Um, let's, let's not go into we won't go there. into into the reason but i wanted the kind of the arrogance he kind of has that with star lord mm. right like that kind of like full of himselfness and that's what i wanted with this eddie character is i wanted someone not quite younger but i wanted like these young football players that are like as we said they're in it for all the money not really in it for the heart and mm -hmm. just wanted uh, somebody who would we look at and be like, hey, he's kind of a douchebag. Yeah. Where's Chris? And that's including me on the list. Chris is all douchebags. Oh, oh, not Chris Evans. <laughs> you take that back. He killed people in Knives Out. He's still a saint. <laughs> what about his character in Scott Pilgrim? Still awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's a really cool guy. I like him. Hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Ah, <laughs> oh, I forgot to get his autograph. <laughs> So, yes. Chris Pratt. Okay. On to Bateman. On to Bateman. John Favreau. John Favreau. Like. John Favreau on, like, speed or something. But, in like, this. also, like, this was back when, like, no offense before. to John Favreau. But this was back when John Favreau was a physically imposing human being. He was a, well, he's still, I mean, he's not. He's not, not muscular now. as but he used to be. he's a bigger guy. Yeah. Um, this was a number of years before. But this was before he was really directing stuff. Yes. Um, hold on. I, I looked at this up when I was... Because uh, I think he started... I mean, he's directed a bunch of things, well, but he like did his Elf own... and Iron Man were around. Yeah, he did his own stuff, right? Yeah. Um, like Made, he did that one. But yeah. Uh, yeah, this was a couple of years before Elf, which made him big. Yes. As Elf. a director. So, yeah. And then Iron Man, which basically started him just being him being yeah it's really weird to think that like that one movie started a huge cinematic universe mm -hmm. and not only that but 
let him do things like The Mandalorian. Yep. And, like, he's part of all the other TV shows. Like, he's an executive producer on almost all of them. Yep. Like, that one project that, you know, he forced his friend of Robert Downey Jr. into because they wouldn't, you know, they didn't Mm -hmm. want him to do it, has made all of their lives so much better. Yeah. And ours. And ours. The Marvel movies now. Which so. are still continuing to impress. Now, John, we just need you to get into the DC universe so you no. can save that one. Stay stay out of there. <laughs> stay out of there, John. Keep going with Somebody your stuff. Somebody save it. We need more Mandalorian. <sighs> we need to see Luke come back. <laughs> no, we don't. I want to see. We need more Ahsoka Tano. That we do. <laughs> get on it with Dave Floney. Yeah. Okay. Who is your Bateman? Danny Bateman. So, our SWAT officer who likes... Not shooting people, but just beating the just shit out of them. Beating. <laughs> and it's stupid. I, I didn't want to do too much of the stupid. I just wanted somebody that I knew was going to have high energy and then just be like, could be aggressive. So I went with Jason Momoa. Like, you did go with big people. Hmm? You did go with big yes, names. Yes, I did go big names on this. Because I originally actually had Dave Batista in here. Until I realized he's like 50. Yeah. <laughs> And Jason Momoa is still... Actually, I think he's slightly... I think he's just a bit older than us. That's what I... I think he's slightly older than us. But still, big guy. Like, you could see him as, like, a, a SWAT guy. That just same thing. Like, running in and tackling people. Like, beard he's got the or muscle. no beard? I, he's got to have the beard. He's got to have the long hair. Because you know how you see football players now that have, like, the dreads sticking yeah. out the back? Like, I still want that. <laughs> just because that's a big thing because he's in Dune, but without the beard. Oh, no. So everyone's like, no, he can't. He has to have a beard. What's wrong with this? Yeah. Get rid of this. I don't like this. He had to shave it. Oscar Isaacs had a super epic beard that he, you know, just couldn't compete. (laughs) So, Jason Momoa as my Bateman. I like it. Who'd you have? Um, I went with Gwendolyn Christie. Mm Hmm. So, I think... I I, I loved her as... um, I'm completely blanking on her name now. Phasma? No. <laughs> uh, the one from Game of Thrones. Oh, why are you doing this to me? I looked this up. Anyway, her character in that had a great character arc. Mm-hmm. And I loved the fact that she, the way she played it so, so well. And I think just having her as this insane person who likes kicking the shit out of people would be fun to watch. Brienne of Tarth. Thank you, Brienne of Tarth. Um, not only that, but Phasma was such a sad thing for her, at least from, from a fan perspective of Star Wars. Um, so I, I love, and I love the commentary that somebody had on this because I love somebody had both Phasma and Brianna Tarth up and they're like, they show her in her full armor and there's some stupid idiot comment was like, I can't tell that's a woman because like, that's not women's armor. And people are like, no, cause that's actual armor yeah. that you should be wearing. It makes sense. You yeah. dumb idiot. Yeah. I always love that. Then I kind of wanted to put a woman on the team because of how many times they say that's why girls don't play the game. Hmm. <laughs> Right? True, because like there's no reason. I remember when I played football. <laughs> Excuse me. I know we were young. This was, God, 
the 90s. <laughs> so it was a long time ago. Um, but we had a woman on the team, and she hit so hard. <laughs> like, because it was, it was, she was the sister of one of our, our running backs who was, he was, he was faster than hell. Like, this guy could move. But, like, she could hit people like there was no tomorrow. Like, you would feel it. Yeah. Like, she was amazing. She only played one season with us, but yeah. Because, again, like. I mean, that's the big, the big conversation right because a lot of sports like i know the nhl had and i don't remember if it was in the actual season or if it was just in like the preseason but they had a female goalie hmm. at one point for one of the teams and i can't remember but like as we were saying at the beginning like i watch the winter olympics and i'm always more impressed with the female hockey team well, I absolutely like love the women's the, hockey team at least is amazing. From, from Canada's perspective, like how many yeah. times have our games been like thirty-five to two? Yeah. I know it's never that high, but it's like, but like, so, they're massively amazing at what they're doing. They do play against countries that typically don't play hockey, but true. That's not our fault. No, <laughs> but they won like four years in a row. Yeah. But like, yeah, some of our our greatest athletes in Canada yeah. are the female hockey players. Mm-hmm. Or our female soccer players. Yeah. And, like, soccer, like, some and of the sports, like, baseball, why can we not have? We got into a weird to- topic yeah. here. And, like, but... like too, like, they, in the movie, they hid the fact that they had a prisoner on the team. Yeah, they just like, called him you John could, Smith. You could do that for this if you really wanted to, like, hide mm-hmm. the fact that it's a, she's a female until the very end. And then everyone's like, wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, just, not from the team but like no. from the public type of thing if you wanted to do that i'm just, just saying like i think it'd be fun to to see her because she is such a physically imposing human right play this part of this mm-hmm. this character that just wants to hit people so yeah anyway moving on to nigel gruff gruff played by reef Ifens. i had no idea how to say this guy's name um the lizard Oh, yeah. <laughs> From The Amazing Spider-Man. He's playing Rasputin coming up in The King's Man. Uh, did you ever see Notting Hill? Yes, he was the <laughs> roommate. I like when he opens the door to all the reporters in his underwear. I absolutely loved... Do you remember the scene where he was trying on t-shirts to go on a date? Vaguely. So he came down with this one t-shirt with like a, a xenomorph popping out of his chest. And, you know, he's like, no, you, you can't do that. And then one of them was like... Came down as like it said, you are the most beautiful woman I have ever seen, or something like that. Super something super sweet on the front, mm-hmm. and he's like, "That's perfect. Go wear that." And he turns around and just goes, "Fancy a fuck?" <laughs> on the back, <laughs> like he was such a good like screwball mm-hmm. in that. And I'm assuming that's probably why a year later he gets a role like this. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. He he's a weird dude. Mm-hmm. His Dr. Lizard wasn't great, but Dr. Lizard, whatever it was called, the Lizard, Dr. Connors. Um, is it my go? Yep. Okay. I went with Matt Ryan. You probably won't know him right off the bat, mm. um, but if you've ever seen anything DC with John Constantine in it, you have seen him. Uh, he has been the voice of John Constantine in every animated thing for a while. He was on there his tv show of mm-hmm. that same name 
He has been in The Flash. He has been in The Arrow. He has been in... He's currently on Legends of Tomorrow. He was in Batwoman. He plays Constantine. And he does such a good job playing this character. Whoa. Keanu played Constantine. Come on. He played a character named John Constantine. He did not play Constantine. Constantine was British. No. (laughs) Come on. He was John Constantine. That was a good movie. Yes, it was. Um, I really, I, that is a definite guilty pleasure of mine. One of the many Johns that Keanu played. No. Um, but yeah, I think I absolutely love, like the only reason I continue to watch some of those shows is because I really like his version of Constantine. Mm-hmm. I think the fact that they only had one season of his show was a crime because it was a really well done show, but it was a little too dark. Like, the whole point of it was that he was trying to save a kid's soul that went sent to hell. And I'm like, yeah, this is just too much for regular audiences, I think. Make it Netflix. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he Make was also... DC Plus. Um, he was also the main character in most people's favorite um, Assassin's Creed game, Black Flag. Hmm. He plays Edward Kenway. Um, yeah, he is, he is just a fun actor, and he has this amazing welshman energy just like mm. whatever the hell his name is rives ivans so i literally looked up welsh actors and he was on the list so i'm like i'm picking this guy i went irish it was better than uh, timothy dalton yeah. who's just a little too old oh no timothy dalton would have been great <laughs> i would have loved to see this but the fact that he's not playing a character he was just playing timothy dalton on the team be like timothy dalton dude's I'm a old really good kicker a really good kicker <laughs> I'm going to kick this ball. <laughs> um, I didn't go Welsh. I kind of went Irish. I went with uh, Donald Gleeson. General Hux. Because yeah. I like... I like him. He's a great actor. And I, we've talked about um, Ex Machina before. He was in that. Yes, he was. And he was great in that. And then, yes, Star Wars, he was General Hux. Who was pretty good. I like General Hux. I liked his character. Yeah. He was very Nazi. <laughs> well, he was supposed to be. He's a yeah. space Nazi. <laughs> they're, they're space Nazis. We're the first order. No, wait. We're the last order? The we're first, one of the, the orders. The first order. The first order. Yeah. How are we not space Nazis? <laughs> oh, God. We have them all standing in a line, too. We're totally space Nazis. Okay. Uh, uh, Donald Gleason is great. <laughs> next on our list. Um, Clifford? Clifford Franklin. Played by Orlando Jones. Do you remember Orlando Jones? Yes. Like, this guy was fairly big around this time. Big in the 90s, big in the 2000s. He plays in one of my favorite stupid alien movies, Evolution. Yes. (laughs) David Duchovny. Yes. Him and David Duchovny and Julianne Moore. The defeat aliens with shampoo. Yes. Um, Stifler. Yeah. I don't remember his name. Um, But yeah. I absolutely love how stupid that comedy is. And I love... Just David Duchovny is great as this... He's a really good straight man mm-hmm. when it comes to doing comedy. So, yeah. Um, oh, he's been... He was an Nazi, too, I think. Yes, he was. He was Mr. Nancy in American Gods. I'm sorry, I thought you said he was a Nazi. I'm no, like, I'm pretty sure he's not a Nazi. <laughs> no, um, 
he was the modern representation of Anansi, the spider god from African folklore. Okay. Yeah. Um, in the TV adaptation of American Gods, book written by Neil Gaiman. Mm-hmm. Spectacularly good book. Mm-hmm. Okay TV series. But it has... Uh... What's his name in it? Yes, it does. Ian McShane. Ian McShane. It would have been much better if between season one and season two, they didn't have like five years in between. Oh. Not in the show, but like in real life. Oh. Because they just couldn't get the people back together to do the show for the second season. So it got super muddled. Yeah. But Orlando Jones. Who do you have? This is probably the one person that's not quite the big name. Um, I went with Tyler James Williams. Did you now? Did you go with him? Yes, I did. Same guy? <laughs> wow. Come on. He looks like a young Orlando he Jones. He does. <laughs> and I remember him from Everybody Hates Chris. And he had like that energy to him. Yeah. And I was like, he could totally do this. 100%. And he's been on like The Walking Dead. And... Yeah, um, I know him from the Criminal Minds spinoff he did. Yep. Um, Border. No, he did. Crap. His wasn't the border one, was it? No, it wasn't no. the border one. It was Beyond Borders. That's what it was. Because ah. he did ones that were like international FBI things, which doesn't make sense because the FBI doesn't do national, international stuff, but yeah. whatever. Uh, but most known for is Dear White People. Yes. Uh, Unaccompanied Minors, which was... That was a comedy back in the day. It was a comedy in 2006. Yeah. But then, yeah, 2005 to th- 2009, he was on Everybody Hates Chris as Chris. Mm-hmm. Hated that show's title. Okay. Because everybody hates Chris. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because you're a Chris. Because everyone would always say that to me. But yes, he's uh, yeah, he's been in a, a lot of things. But one good reason about being a Hassa. There ain't no TV shows about Hasses. True. But yeah, he's he's not. One of the reasons why is yeah, he kind of looks like a young Orlando Jones, and he's not like a super imposing big guy, no. which is what you don't want because he's no, the Orlando runner. Jones just needs to be fast. Yeah. Orlando Clifford Franklin just needs to be fast. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. Well, that one was easy. Well, go <laughs> us. Okay. Next, Annabelle Farrell playing. Nope, that was the character. Brooke Langton playing Annabelle. God damn it. Try it again. Here we go. Here we go. Wait for it, everybody. Brooke to build Langton up. playing Annabelle Farrell. There, we there go. you go. Annabelle Farrell is not easy to say. Annabelle Farrell. Okay. Um, I don't think I've seen Brooke Langdon in anything other than this movie. Because mm, like, can't. She is known for this movie, Friday Night Lights, The Last Ship, and Swingers. I have not seen any of those other three. Um, so nope. she looks to have done a lot of TV stuff and things like that, but. Uh, yeah, I'm she trying was, to see if I can find her in anything that I've seen. She was in one episode of Supernatural. She was in one Ooh. episode of Bones. Oh. Oh, she was the mom in Bones for one episode. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Yeah. Uh, she was in The Net as Angela Bennett. The complete series. She was on Melrose Place for a long time. Mm-hmm. The Net? The Net. She was like, in Sliders. Is The Net based on that really bad Sandra Bullock movie? Maybe. It was a TV. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. She was in The Adventures of Indiana Jones. I'm going to sneeze. There we go. Okay, so who did you have? 
Uh, she was in California uh, Dreaming. Had Jamie Chung. Jamie Chung. Yeah. Um, small roles in most things I've seen her in. Sucker Punch was the first thing I remember seeing her in. She was obviously marrying Ed Helms in The Hangover Part 2, mm-hmm. which was not the greatest films. Yeah, it was just um, a repeat. But for me, it was her role in Lovecraft Country as the Korean demon. Um, I cannot remember the name of the demon. It's that one that looks like a fox that has like a Kitsune? bunch of tails. Um, it's a Kitsune. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, but she was great, great, great in that show. Everybody was great in that show. Not express how good that show was. Please, please watch that damn show, people. Watch it all the time. Let us get a se- season two, even though one of the actors died, unfortunately. So, anyway. That's sad. Yes. Again, like, I, I want her to be a different... I don't necessarily want her to be a cheerleader. I no. don't really care. If you want to do it that way, you can totally. But, like, as you said, like, she owns a bar. Why isn't it just that she owns the bar in the stadium that they go to? Like, so... I just... I like... Or, like, yeah. right next to it. Whatever. I like the idea that it's outside and it's right near the stadium and that's why. Like... Yeah. But I also, yeah. Because, yeah, you have a good point. Like, she, the, her busiest days at her bar would be the days she's not there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway. So, who did you have? Uh, I'm going to butcher the first name, I'm pretty sure. Isa Gonzalez? Isa Gonzalez? She played Darling in Baby Driver? Ah. I yeah. like that part. <laughs> you like that part? You just like that whole part oh, i can't remember exactly what else she plays but i liked i liked her relationship those two relationship her and yes, john hams john hams yeah. had a great one um so. she's been in a few things uh, yes i think i've picked her before yes i just i can't really say what her did you ever see bloodshot no she played kt absolutely hated that movie that you want to so... know what my my biggest critique of that movie is as, as stupid as that movie is, and it's stupid. Oh, it's so stupid. You want to know what my biggest critique is? What? This man is a soldier. Mm-hmm. He is, even like, whatever. He is a soldier. Tested and true soldier. He dies, becomes this weird nano-god, and obvi- uh, uh, all of a sudden doesn't care about cover? He just walks into bullets? Yeah. No. He yeah. is a soldier. You're a nano-god. You, <laughs> like, you don't die. Yeah. Pew, pew, pew. So, ah, everything's fixed. Yeah. Yes. But anyways, um, she's she's an amazing actress. And like you said, like, Baby Driver had a lot of really good actors and actresses. And, and like, the chemistry between those two characters yeah. was great. And I, I want her to be, yeah, I don't want her to be a cheer, cheerleader. I'd rather her be, like, an analyst or a sports social media manager. And Pundit. Hmm? Person who st- who talks about the yes. team, yeah. a pundit, but like something where, and like like I said, I, a social media manager would probably have been. <laughs> and if you want her the on most the field, modern you version. could literally be. She's the person on the field who talks to the players, hmm. you know, when they're running off the field or whatever, doing the interviews. Yeah, you know, anything other than or just coordinating them. Like, okay, hey, they want to interview you, so you go over here yeah. and you guys go over. Like, yeah. yes. But I want her to be like more invested into 
I love the, the sports in- and just I'm the cheerleader that yeah. loves football. I love the interview with Clifford, Clifford Franklin where he just kept referring to himself as Clifford Franklin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, football. And he keeps trying to like yeah. put the one. Like, yeah. It's kind of like the flu. Clifford Franklin is the only person coming down with it. <laughs> and then Danny pushes him in the yeah. <laughs> Shut up, you idiot. <laughs> it kind of remind me. Uh, and it's one of my favorite moments from like the Canucks back in the day when they were having their good runs and they were going before they choked and never yes. won anything. Yes, but there was a, there was an interview they were doing in the locker room, and it was with I think Roberto Luongo, one of our better goalies, one of our best goalies that we've ever had. And Ryan Kessler was in the background wearing his helmet and like sneaked into the background <laughs> while they're doing the interview wearing his helmet and just stood there and it's the most funniest thing you see because then he finally notices and he's like oh jeez it's always fun when when they do that in the background of those interviews yeah it's if you've ever watched like I, i've only seen clips of it obviously but like if you ever watch people training in judo online it's super funny because there's always that asshole in the background who's throwing somebody way too hard and screaming. <laughs> and they do that on purpose. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's fun when, like, you can see that teammates are teammates. Yeah. Which is actually one of the things I really enjoy about this film is mm-hmm. this very short amount of time these men bond. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. Okay. okay. Jimmy? Jimmy McGinty. Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman, the great... The great Gene Hackman, who has been in another sports movie, Chris? I don't know. The Hoosers. Oh. No? No. Basketball movie? Yeah. Hoosers? Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Uh, He is known for The French Connection, which has an amazing car chase scene in it that was Mm -hmm. completely illegal. Uh, The Royal Tenenbaums, which is an okay movie. Unforgiven, which is a great western. And The Conversation, which I've never heard of. Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman, everybody. He is a great, great actor. Yeah. He hasn't done anything since 2004. Did he die? Nope. Just retired. He's old. He doesn't need to do anything yeah. else. By 2004. His last movie was Welcome to Mooseport. I remember. With um, Kermit the Frog. Ray Romano. <laughs> he sounds like Kermit the Frog. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, who did you have? I went with Brian Cranston. I almost went with Brian Cranston. I like Brian Cranston. I do too. Yeah. I, I think he has that energy of the seriousness when he needs to be, but like the humor to him mm-hmm. that I feel like this character needs. And like kind of that, I feel like Gene Hackman really was a happy character in this movie for a lot of it. Like, yeah. He just seemed to be happy that he was like, yeah, I want my team no interference. Mm-hmm. Like, haha, you son of a bitch. You're going to screw me yeah. over. And he knows he's going to. No. You really are a son of a bitch. Yeah. yeah. So. So. But yeah, I think Brian Cranston is great. I do too. I haven't picked him in a while. Who'd you have? So, I was somebody we had recasted before from a sports movie. Oh. And I went with Gina Davis. Because, like, I was looking for people around this age, and she came mm-hmm. up, and I'm like, she was amazing in A League of Their Own. Yep. And everything I've seen her in since then, she's always played this a fun part, and, like, 
as you said, this character is more happy just to be doing this, just like everybody else. So just to be doing it their way. Yeah. 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 So I think she'd do it well. Um, you know, all sneezy today, aren't you? Yeah. Allergies. It's raining. I don't know. So I'm allergic to something. Petrichor. Sure. You know what that is? No. That's the smell of dust after rain. Yeah. Nice. I learned that from Doctor Who. Good. <laughs> Glad we've all learned this lesson together. One of those weird words that the English language has. Kind of like defenestration. Hmm. Do you know what that one is? No. This is the weirdest word that I know in the English language. I know there's lots more. But we have the word defenestration, which means to throw somebody through a window. Oh. Why do we have that as a word? <laughs> we threw a lot of people through windows. <laughs> so, anyway. Gina Davis. Gina Davis. Next on our list, Mr. Reeves himself. Shane Falco. Shane Falco. Falco Punch! I was waiting for that. <laughs> you have the annoying Falco from Star Fox and then Falcon Punch. Yeah. He, he's F-Zero. only Falco, though. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. Because you didn't like punch anybody. <laughs> greatest things ever. F Zero. Also, I don't. I wonder how many people remember F Zero. No. Do you remember F Zero? Yes. No. Why? Because way back in the day when I used to travel a lot, planes that would have like the gaming entertainment mm. system would always have Super Nintendo, and I would either play Super Mario World or F Zero. That was the good one. Did you ever play the one on GameCube? No. That was insane. It was insane. Like, it was like 50 cars. Like, like you were going like 900 kilometers an hour. Like, it was just... Yeah. Anyway. Shall we talk a little bit about Keanu? I know we mentioned him a lot of times before. Oh, Keanu. You're the best. We love Keanu. John Wick is a great character. Mm-hmm. Matrix. First Matrix was great. Second I, one was okay. I absolutely adore the second one. I think the fight scenes are much, much better in the second one. I do. I just don't like the heavy influence of CGI fight. It's just the one fight. Yeah. Just that one. That with the, with one the, Smith fight. With the Smiths because of obvious reasons. But it's still an amazing fight scene mm-hmm. that they do incredibly well. It's at the end when they, it gets all CGI rubbery. Right. But like, I cannot wait to see the new one. Looks good. Yeah. Can't wait to see how John Wick continues. Mm-hmm. John Wick's amazing, and you know, as as a bad, not as bad as a movie, as low expectations as a movie goes, Bill and Ted Face the Music was still pretty good. But you also like shit movies. I know, but I love Bill and Ted, and I love okay. I love the first one, and George Carlin, come on, is in the first one. Good point. And the second one too, but not for as long. Yeah, I never saw the second one. No, I never saw the first one. But like, yeah, Keanu had a very weird career because it was like he did the Surfer Dude stuff, and then like Point Break, and then The Matrix, and yeah. Johnny Mnemonic. N- n- oh, mnemonic. Mnemonic. I can never say it because it's like M N. Yeah. Stupid English language. But then, like, what's, he did what, Speed. What and is then... his first movie? Oh, I don't know. That's TV series, video short, TV series, TV movie, where he was stereo teen number one. Young Blood. 
TV series Teenage Dream. Was that a movie? 1986, where he played Tommy Wernicke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's been working for a while. Yeah, he's been around forever. So. I mean, he's done a lot of okay stuff. <laughs> done a lot of good stuff. Yes. And he's done some crap. Was he actually Ted in yeah, the in TV the, series? Yeah. 13 oh. episodes. And then, yeah, Point Break came out. Yeah, and then Bill and Ted again. Dracula. Oh, sorry. He was not great in Dracula. He was great. Remember his, his John, Don John in Much Ado About Nothing that we recast? Oh, yes. <laughs> Why are you not wearing a shirt in this scene? He didn't have to. Yeah. We've, re- he've re- recasted quite a few of his films, actually. Yeah, because we did Speed. Yeah. We did other ones, so... But yeah, I think he he's really become he's become one of those action stars. Yeah. And who knows? And this is the thing I like about him: like he's such a down to earth person. Yes. Because like he shows up in random things just as himself. Like weirdly, I was talking about this before the podcast. I was playing a little bit of cyberpunk once again, even though it's still a crap game. Sorry. But I liked his character, like Johnny Silverhand. I liked him as the character. Yeah. And he plays a good, like, kind of asshole sometimes. But he also plays a good guy. Good guy. Mm-hmm. So, go Keanu. Cool. You're up. I am up. Um, I needed somebody who was charming as hell. And I know can be this... So, I went with Donald Glover. Hmm? You know, I... I love Donald Glover. The thing Glover. is, like, the thing... I think I absolutely love we, all the good things we've said about Keanu is when he doesn't try... Mm-hmm. Like, this is not an insult to him. When he doesn't try, he's charming as hell. Like, when he's not trying to act... Yeah. Like that. Like, the in weird ways or whatever. Like, when he's just... Because this is obviously just him acting like himself. Yeah. Most of the time, right? I live on my boat. I absolutely love how many times he gets hit and just like pops back up and is like, um, what was the first when he gets punched? Yeah. He gets punched by his <laughs> own teammate. And he's like, did I get hurt already? <laughs> like he gets knocked down and hit so many times in this movie that, you know, and just keeps getting back up. Yeah. But yeah, he is mm. so effortlessly, effortlessly charming. So I needed an actor who could do that. And I think Donald Glover is that so mm-hmm. yeah anyway who did you have i went with michael b jordan yes pretty good choice he's got some good charisma to him he does and he's he's such a good actor and he's got the the versatility and the range um and we always talk about of course black panther and some of the other stuff he does. Yeah, it's a real shame that he had to kill his character in Black Panther. Even in the what ifs, like he he did play that that character still kind of like yeah. not as as empathetic, Justif- justifiable. Yeah, yeah. He was more just there to be the the asshole, of the, be- <laughs> the, the betrayer, the betrayer. Yeah. But did you ever see? Did you ever watch? Um, I think it's Love, Death, Robots. Yes. Which one? The season, the second season. No, there was a one where he was in it. I think it was live action. Yeah, 
but it was like him versus like a robot and he had to be like completely still while doing and it was just an amazing acted scene hmm. i recommend watching it yeah i really really love the first season of that show and i never ended up watching the second season there's a really creepy christmas one yeah like i love the yogurt one oh yeah when the yogurt <laughs> takes over the world there's a really good christmas one i really recommend you watch it too it just makes santa claus this really creepy demonic evil thing that still gives out presents so like xmas from futurama no because it's still like this is the actual santa claus giving presents it's just the way it gives presents is really creepy oh okay it's not mean anyway nice so yes cool michael b jordan that's the replacements and they touchdown the game's over we won okay they're going to the playoffs, but these guys are going home. Get off our field. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Chris, Yay. Where can they find us, Chris? They can find us on Facebook, on Twitter. I think we're on Twitter. Instagram. Yeah. Are we on Instagram? No, we're not on Instagram, but. No, we uh, are not. Good old you and Danielle are. Danielle is, and I am at the Canuck Comic Guy store, as well as on Etsy. But you can check us out on podcasts across the internet. Mm-hmm. Google Play. Amazon, I think. We're iTunes. On, yeah, all of it. All of them. All the fun stuff. Search for Recasted. It's the one with Chris and Hassa. Mm-hmm. We have many, many episodes. We're vastly approaching probably our, I'd say around 150. Something like that. We're getting close. We've got, we've got a, quite a few. We've done a bunch, yeah. but come check us out on all of those. Okay. And from all of us here at Recasted. Go watch... Daves of Thunder. Thunder.